0: to a solo (laughs) jimmy episode it will happen at some point uh just not today just not this one just not today but thank you for joining us i'm of course your host the post most rose tp with me always and forever the guy who uh who can do the most masculine air hearts you've ever seen in your entire life jimmy j the cricket how are you brother i'm
1: great man how are you
0: dude you've been
1: you've been hitting the gym eh i mean those... i don't know thank you man i do appreciate you saying that but i've actually felt uh like slumpish lately
0: yeah you, you don't look slumpish oh. you look the opposite of slumpish thanks, which man. is like sleekish i guess <laughs> i don't know but whatever it is you look yeah, yeah you. you look you you look like you've been eating some weights at the gym for sure man. thanks man good thank for you, you thank you
1: well I, I do actually really appreciate that because i felt exactly the opposite so thanks well
0: you know what man if the, if you ever need a compliment you know where to go you're you know? my guy 100% oh yeah
1: this i know for sure
0: do you, do do guys in general do you think that we do that enough do we do we tell other men that you know our, our friends said, you know compliments like that i we do have a tendency to kind of tear each other down in a <laughs> yeah. playful way right that's kind yeah. of the way that we yeah, show yeah. each other love
1: yeah for sure that's the way and that's been that way for a really really long time uh, i think the genuine sincerity it would be more than i think it's increased the The more life I've lived, for sure. But maybe that's just more of a function of the people that I surround myself with
0: now versus before. Now versus
1: before, yeah. Okay. Okay. Which is really just you. So for me, it's like a, (laughs) it's it's like just a consistent hundred percent increase all the time.
0: Do you think that as we get older, we become kinder to each other?
1: I think you choose
0: that. Yeah. eh?
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a default.
0: That's a very good point, man. I think that we take for granted sometimes that just because you're increasing in age that you're increasing in other areas areas as well.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't think wisdom is a given. Very good point. The older you get.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, one th- of one the thing that isn't a given, of course, is um, our health, right? Um, mm-hmm. Both uh, physical, like Jim is in prime uh, physical condition right now. Some would say the prime of his life. And then, of course, we have our, mm. our mental health as well. And being seeing as though it is Men's, health to, m- men's Mental Health Awareness Month, yep. Jim and I are going to talk about mental health uh, in a couple of different ways. Now, a lot of you probably know this who have been with us from the very beginning. Our first episode was entitled uh men who who, meditate men who who meditate because that's who we are we are men who meditate Mm -hmm. Uh, we've been proponents of meditation since the beginning jim is up to i would say 40 minutes i guess every single day meditating in Mm, the morning
1: yeah my most recent practices uh for the last couple months now a couple and a half is three three separate ones but um they total about 40 40 minutes worth of meditation.
0: Which is brilliant, man. I mean, like you're, yeah. you're really doing yourself a service there to be able to, to, to kind of do that consistently for sure. Yeah. Now, what else, What are some of the other things, the, uh, the, the other tools, the other methods, the other things that you kind of use or go to in order to increase or maintain your own mental health?
1: Well, I think it's, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm I, I'm doing now is a lot of the stuff that I think I've learned with you from you together the meditation aspect and it is largely based on just having a strong foundation of things right so stability security um Mm -hmm. like actual physical health Mm -hmm. um lots uh, same thing like what you say frequently is you know what are you consuming not not just like food wise or drink wise but uh you know Entertainment wise, how are you spending your, your, uh, spare time? Like all those things, you know, just not looking to one thing to be well-rounded. Okay. Is probably the better way I'm trying to say that is to not put all my eggs in one basket to say like, I'm going to count on this to help me be in a good place. But what are all the, what are all the little things, all the little inputs and contributions can I, that I can make to get the out, the whole big output of, of feeling well,
0: good, man. I like that. I like that. Let me, let me, let me ask you this when it comes to, okay. So when we have diets, for instance, everybody has a cheat meal once in a while, yeah. right? So we'll have, you know, we'll we're eating our whole foods 80% of the time, but once in a while we're scarfing down a Big Mac or some poutine or something like that. <laughs> what kind of cheat meals do you have outside of food? So oh, how yeah. often are you sucking back a or like a Kardashian episode or something like that <laughs> instead of, you know, watching a, a Terrence McKenna documentary? And and what are your cheat meals in, in in that aspect?
1: I don't know man, it's not really that frequent. I mean, I I would say that with respect to that type of thing, um I will every now and then like watch a movie. <laughs> okay,
0: what kind you know of movie what I mean? are you talking about that that um, like something that is a guilty pleasure.
1: I don't know. I I I would I'm going to watch the new Indiana Jones movie. I know that. I saw it, it was um, the thing. Oh, is
0: like, that out now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that will be like my next one. But as maybe lame as it sounds, that's kind of how it is for me.
0: No kidding. Hey, good yeah, for you, man. I don't know how... how many people could
1: but truthfully. I mean, I mean, I still, you know, like I, I watch a little bit of sports here and there, like a football game. Okay, or a bit that of a could be considered guilty pleasure. Yes, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like okay. that wouldn't be stuff that when I, when I turn off the television, I feel as though I've learned something or I'm better as a human being. But, right. You know, it's like a bit of a, the phrase that I... Got from Alex, but it's kind of like a bit of an emotional time stopper, right? Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah,
0: I think that we and, and I, I, I do like the, the the term guilty pleasure because I think that we do feel guilty about a lot of these things a lot of the time and I don't, I don't necessarily know if that's like, I guess that's a good thing. But at the same time, should we really feel Shame about enjoying these kinds of things, you know, like like that probably can't be great for your mental health if you're having some ice cream and then you're beating yourself up for it for the next forty eight hours calling yourself a fat piece of shit every time that you look at yourself with your shirt off in the mirror, right, right, so do we restrict or do we forgive like I mean, how do you kind of enjoy those kinds of things without Hating yourself afterwards.
1: I I think you have to do both. I think I I do really I like how you put that there. How you kind of, I I, I kind of like those two succinct steps. Right. Okay. You do restrict and you do forgive because you're not going to be perfect all the time. Good. You're not going to be at one hundred percent, and that should be part of the the outline. Right. Which I think I'm more a a larger believer in outlines rather than things being very very detailed Mm -hmm. because outlines allow you to have flexibility they allow you to be prepared in all circumstances and it allows you like you're saying Mm -hmm. that if you happen to be whatever it might be whatever the day might be wherever you might be whoever you may be with that if someone's like let's go have a burger and fries you can do that right because you know that to use another one of your terms about, you know, making, what is the thing where you're making the deposits now or, you know. Oh, the like,
0: the, the, like in a bank account where yeah. if you're always withdrawing, you're going to right. be in the negative at some point, right? right? Yeah.
1: But you've done, the, you've made the contributions of the deposits in there all the right. time that you're like, I can afford this withdrawal.
0: That's good, man. That's good. Yeah. As long as you're making those deposits on a regular basis. Yeah. Good. Good. But but
1: then it goes back to, as you were saying, yeah, you got to, you have to restrict, but you also have to forgive and then you'll get stronger, 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 right? So you'll do more restricting, less forgiving. Right. And then actually what ends up happening, I think in my experience, at least is that restriction, it doesn't feel like that anymore. It's, Mm. it's more like the reward, you know? And I think your journey with not drinking anymore. Right. Right. I don't know, did it maybe feel like a restriction at first? Oh, yeah. Did it, it wasn't, you know, this football game isn't as enjoyable. You know, my NFL Sunday isn't the way I want. And now you're like, fuck that.
0: It's interesting, man, that you bring that up because, um, yeah, initially I, I, it kind of because alcohol for me was a really good break in the day. It's kind of like that break between work and coming home like you know it's kind of like you get home you unwind with a glass of whatever and you kind of feel like you have that break now like now I'm relaxing you know now I'm kind of rewarding myself with this but when you get into the mindset of life can be a reward without it when you kind of remove it completely because now you don't need necessarily something to unwind because you're always feeling good I don't know, man, it's, yeah. but it it takes a while to kind of get to that place. It really does right. because you, you, you feel like, wait a minute, I deserve this. You know, like it's something that I'm now taking away from myself that I
1: deserve. Right, which is kind of amazingly poignant because, as you said, we view these things as saying I deserve this and you're taking away something that you feel is a reward that you're deserving. But when you're actually doing whatever it is that it is, It's taking away from your overall greater well-being. Precisely, that's what it's really taking away from, which is what everyone actually deserves. Oh, not the opposite. Expertly put. Totally. Yes. So I I couldn't agree with you more on that.
0: Well, and I mean, you know, I, I never had a big... Alcohol was never a depressant for me, but it is a depressant overall. And mm-hmm. we would be remiss if we didn't talk about how depression and, you know, we're talking about mental health here. Now, we do have an entire episode, if I'm not mistaken, Jim, on depression um, that we yeah. might have recorded a long time ago. Yeah, it's quite some time, boo. And I know that um, you in particular, is not that's not something that you've kind of struggled with recently. At no. Least. Can you... <laughs> think about how yeah, Jim's kind of going. having some self-reflection right yeah. now what what are some of your life jackets let's say when it comes to maybe going into your pits or some dark places what's your lifeline man you know who do you how do you climb out of those kinds of things
1: you know it's uh, the the moment I just had there is because I haven't Experienced that in like a really long time. I love since, hearing that,
0: man. I really do. You know, I really do. Yeah,
1: thank you. I, I, I knew that you would. And even back then, when I when I did, it was. I, I think I was very much isolated. Probably many many years ago, it was a lot more detrimental. I would just isolate, probably with a little bit of the understanding that at some point it's going to pass me by. Okay. And I and and one of the other things I was always really whatever, however, whatever contributed to this, I seem to always be like really sure that the other parts of my life wouldn't fall apart. So I would still be feeling really low. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I missed going to the gym for two or three days, even if I still felt terrible, I would go. Oh. Like it just wasn't acceptable. Wow. And and even, you know, the way that I would keep my house or, or whatever it might be, like those sort of... Really low-level things, I guess, like those administrative things in life. They were would,
0: non-negotiables, basically. For yeah, like they would never fall apart. Wow, okay. It would okay. just
1: kind of be my mental state.
0: There's a lot of strength in that, man, being able to maintain that. Yeah,
1: I don't know what that is. I don't know what that was. I don't or know was it to... like just stubbornness? <laughs> like, fucking. Maybe. It, I'm, I'm not going to allow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Maybe just some kind of other force that was like, you can feel terror... You can feel terrible right now, but you can't let anything else go.
0: Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which I think... So
0: that was your lifeline then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Without actually even knowing it until probably right this moment. Is that yeah. right, eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I wouldn't... I would be pretty isolated.
0: So is that even advice that you can provide to someone? Like, how would you turn that into, this worked for me, so maybe this is something that could work for you?
1: Well, I think it's, I think it's what you just said before we hit the record button and that being uh, health is wealth. Hmm. And in the context, I think, of physical health. Okay. Physical health and, like, environmental health. How do
0: you keep your home.
1: That's right. Okay, Yeah, and your surroundings and how you're operating your your life. And I get that that can be really hard because if you feel low and you're experiencing depression, well, you wouldn't really give a shit about anything. Yeah. But I wonder if you can convince yourself to a degree just to say, like, Feeling low is separate from doing all those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. That would be, a, that's a real, that's a real mind twist. Hmm.
0: You know what? You said something once upon a time on this podcast, Jim, about how people have too much trash in their life. And that I think is relevant in a lot of different areas. That is the way that you keep your, your home or, or the space that you exist in. You can have too much Crap! Too much trash. Too many things that are strewn about yeah. that are that are you know whether or not you realize it are probably calling causing you some chaos in you somewhere. It can be the media that you're consuming. You yeah. know, there's there's too much trash to that that you're ingesting into your body via your eyeballs and your ear um, drums, um, <laughs> and also um, you know the 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 things that you're consuming that you're putting into your mouth as well. Like yeah. if you're if you if you're surrounded by trash you're going to feel like trash. Mm -hmm. So clean up the trash. I mean, start somewhere, right? If you have too much crap, I don't know. Like maybe I'm oversimplifying this because I know that there's some people that for whatever reason feel attached to their crap and they can't get rid of it. I can can tell you firsthand uh, as a guy who's moved enough times to... Hmm. to tell you that every time that I've moved and looked at stuff that I've put into a crawl space or a closet or somewhere where I'm like, I'm going to use this. I need to keep this. I need to hang on to it and be like, I'm going to throw this cuckoo clock finally in the fucking trash that I (laughs) haven't get rid of it. You will never think of it again. You know, there's just so much stuff that you think you need that you really don't let go of not being able to know what's happening in the world as far as your news is concerned. Let go of that. You know, whatever's not serving you. Just let it go, man. Get rid of it.
1: And it makes me think, I, I'd like to use you as, as an example here with this. Because the thing is, is I mean, for as long as I've known you, you've always been one of the most positive people that I've known. I did, and I do very much admire that. Now, the thing is, is, I think you felt genuinely and sincerely positive and upbeat about your life and all the things that were in it. Mm-hmm. But I know you've also made growth and have evolved and made improvements. Again, going back to the, I'm, I'm cutting out drinking. Right. You know, and and uh, your job now and all these things. Yeah. And so it's, I know the answer to the question, but my question is, even though you felt really great before doing all of those things that you used to do, mm. how good do you feel now with the different things that you're doing? It, <sighs>
0: God, man. It's amazing just to have you ask that question and and feel yeah. what I'm feeling right now, because you don't know until you know, Yeah, you know, right. It's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. But I don't know what it is about the stories and the way that we convince ourselves otherwise, you know, I don't know if it's just being too kind of used to having certain things a certain way and thinking things are good enough right now. So yeah. why would I change anything or whatever it is, but don't be afraid to try something because you never know what's gonna be, you know, you never know what the end result is gonna be.
1: There's always something even very small that you can do to make any sort of improvement. It's true, it's true.
0: I think that, um, I think we underestimate sometimes the power of, you know, small changes making big impacts. Yeah, right,
1: yeah. And I know we're both very, very big proponent proponents of how much your physical well-being will improve your mental well-being.
0: Oh, God. So, yeah, man. You know what? As as somebody that's 43 years old, to have my body, like I'm not in pristine condition by any means of the, of the imagination, but I've taken care of my body over the years that mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I feel good about the fact that I can sprint to the top of the staircase and not be out of breath and and even be able to kind of sprint up those stairs to begin with. You know, like my legs are strong. My back is strong. My, yeah. you know, I, I I feel like a very capable 43 year old man and it makes me feel good to know that i'm going to continue to invest this time and energy into myself so that i can continue to play with my daughter and lift her up over my head and walk around with her on my shoulders while there's guys 20 years younger than me that are fathers that i'm trying to keep up with you know like i owe that to her and i owe it to myself too right i mean like you said well like we both said health is wealth Mm-hmm. Take care of your physical body. Take care of it. My God. I mean, love your body. Like Alex says, mm-hmm. smile to your body, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like it's, um, when you feel good, man, it feels good to be able to kind of feel the way that I look on the outside, on the inside. Yeah, you know?
1: it matters. It for sure, for sure matters. It really can contribute to everything. And I think it's not, it's not always the easiest thing to talk about how you feel. It's totally. not always the easiest thing to even be able to verbalize how you feel, mm. let alone have the the courage to speak about it with someone uh, who didn't ask. Very good point. Cause that happens a lot of the time. Obviously w- we encourage finding, you know, a place that you can feel comfortable to talk to somebody, whether it's a friend or a family member, or there's tons of online stuff now where you yeah, can, sure. where you can reach out and um, have someone just listen. If you feel more comfortable with that. But the thing is, is that moving around, moving your body, Whatever it is, going for going for a walk, going for a run, getting on your bicycle, going to the gym, whatever it is, yoga, yeah, yoga, yeah. You don't need anybody for that, and it's it's a great, it's just a great stepping stone to just move the needle even a little bit, yeah. And there will really, truly, actually be chemical responses in your brain, absolutely, that will will improve. It might not be the exact answer, but the thing is, is when you're struggling to find somewhere to start. Mm-hmm. That's a great place.
0: Well, and, and try and find something that you love. And I know yeah. that that might sound impossible, but if you're dragging your ass to the gym and you genuinely hate going, yeah, find something different. Right. There's, enough, there's enough options out there to find something that you can enjoy to some degree. Like there's people who are in love with yoga. There's some people who love calisthenics. There's people that love spin class. I mean... There's something for everybody. And don't think that just because you found something, you know, you have to go and retrain because, you know, you need to look like somebody because that's the way that they're doing it online. Find something that you love doing. Yeah. It's out there. Trust me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One other thing I want to talk about real quick, Jim, is you had talked about um, talking about uh, how you feel. Mm -hmm. There's a push, it seems, online for men to be more open about those kinds of things. Speak about their feelings more. Be open more. Yeah how do you feel about that like what what are your thoughts on men opening up more men seeking therapy more like is it is is that an answer for men's problems
1: i think there's merit and value in in seeking help especially if you if you don't know what to do right i mean like none of these things are blueprinted i guess in my mind they're They're very kind of specific, maybe someone who's educated and and experienced in these kind of things. They're able to kind of put things together and and understand them better. But I think it's okay to exercise that, to get that kind of help, to have someone to speak to, to maybe help someone understand why you're in that place or what you're thinking, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or giving tools and practices to to move something forward. I don't know to help, uh, to have a realization. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
0: I, I, I think that it's difficult for men to open up sometimes and talk because I genuinely think a lot of men don't think that people care about right. what it is that they have to say. Yeah. Like figure it out. You know, why do you, I, I think that a lot of men for whatever reason have been given that impression. They internalize a lot yeah. and they also don't like feeling vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Um, I certainly don't, you know, I've been to therapy, but I, you know, people, people talk about, well, you open up to your partner. Well, I don't want to treat my partner as my therapist. Right. I don't want to just kind of like dump all of my feelings on her. That's not fair to her. Yeah. Um, so where do men turn then, you know, like if they don't necessarily want to go to therapy for whatever reason that it is, and they have a group of friends that, you know, maybe they're just kind of they play beer hockey together and that kind of thing. And they're not really the kind of guy that you can turn around. Like, like I've always said, I would love if every friend had a, uh, 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 every guy had a friend like you, Jim, where can they kind of like, where's that, where's that outlet? Where's that, um, that person that's going to listen to them where they can really say like, look, man, I'm fucking struggling with this right now. And I don't know what to do.
1: At some point you do sort of have to pull up your socks and say, I'm, I, I, if I want to do something, I'm going to need to do something. And I need to go out and
0: find. Yeah. And I need,
1: you know, you need to, it's, it's tough to say because obviously when a person is struggling, they are struggling. This is the whole crux of the matter. Of course. But you know, if you feel inclined, maybe, maybe the gateway is to you expose yourself to something that's online about people speaking about, you know, men's health or, or that aspect to, to see like, it's okay you know there's someone here online that's willing to share with everybody yes. with anybody yeah um just even to be aware of it mm-hmm. and and then go from there but again you know there's i think there's lots of places online and
0: well and, and i mean the doors are open on this podcast all yeah. the time as well i mean we we respond to every message that you know that we've ever gotten here on uh, on on the straight love podcast if you message us over on instagram at s t r 8 .love um, every message, yeah. every comment, every dick pic, we respond to everything, absolutely. And Jim might send you one, you don't do that anymore, eh? Is that off the-
1: What do you mean anymore? <laughs> 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 I'll
0: respond to your dick pic, all right? <laughs> Shit, stop being weird about it. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: look, uh, I, th- th- yeah, there, there's tons of, of, of online spaces that, that exist right now for men. Mm-hmm. Some of them, are more toxic than others. Let's be honest. You know, there's a lot in the manosphere right now where men are kind of being taken advantage of to a certain degree. You know, really what it comes down to, I think is people do care. Yeah, You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what would happen sometimes when you open up to people.
1: I was just, that's exactly you. You were reading my mind there. I think a lot of apprehension stems from even before doing anything and already laying out what a conversation is going to look like Mm -hmm. or how you're going to feel. Whereas you know, if you could just find that bit of courage to sit down with someone, mm-hmm. whoever it is that you choose and say, hey, I need to talk to you about something that's really important to me or something that's affecting me. I think probably a lot of preconceived notions and feelings about how you yourself will feel, maybe, you know, ashamed or bad or whatever and how it's received aren't actually going to be true.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Let's right. end on that, brother. Yeah, man. Love you, man. Love Thank you for listening all. Bye-bye. <laughs>